Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? It's time for another installment of Dumb Local Criminal. This time, we're gonna hang out at the Region of Waterloo, um, sorry, the Region of Waterloo International Airport. So how about this one? 28-year-old Mississauga man, he's in custody after a bomb threat shut down the entire airport. Those that were to hop on a Flair Airlines flight to Vancouver, a mild eight and a half hour delay. Yeah, that's bad news. In a tent, waiting for this to kind of get sorted. There you are. Could you imagine? Now this, Laura Geddes is on a plane to enjoy some time in Brazil. Not like counting? Exactly. (laughs) Your phone. Disembark immediately. Leave all your personal belongings. Disembark yeah. immediately. Do you uh, really? For the nervousness that overtakes normal, logical thinking people on an average flight, and then you get this to discover just minutes later that there's someone screaming on the plane that he has a bomb and is trying to light the plane on fire. Uh, so there is the the list of charges is extensive, but here's the other this. This was so bad, it freaked people out. They brought in grief counselors for people waiting. Because wow. then the concern is they're not going to be able to get on another flight to head off to their destination. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's a good way to yeah, kill time, I guess. You think about it, it this, in that sense, you kind of parallel it to that um, accidental warning of a, of a nuclear bomb right, in Hawaii. Right, in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah. But really, like, you're thinking, like, oh, my gosh, this is... In- Obviously, your mind's going to go to the worst place. Yeah. We've all seen the mo- many, many movies based off 911-like situations. Like, yep. of course you're going to go wild with it. So it was a 210 departure. Clearly didn't happen. Eight hours later, finally allowed to get coats and luggage. And then they had to wipe the flight out. So uh, picking up the following morning. But... Flair Airlines, not like uh, one of the major carriers that has more planes and the availability to do so. So it was um, it was a colossal nightmare, would be the most gentle way to, yeah, to break yeah. this down. But they, now, and here's the worst part, too. Like, even the pilots couldn't remove items from the plane. Like, it was simply just get your person off the plane. Leave everything, get off the plane. Then there were always people, well, it's just a bag. No, lady, get off the plane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, airport, so the, the entire team at the International Airport in Waterloo is going to spend the remainder of the week debriefing. How does this happen? There was no bomb found in the plane. Well, no, nothing. Yeah. Like, the security protocols are really good in Canada. They, mm-hmm. they, they are. Stuff sneaks through. Look, so people have brought on a wine opener. Like, there's been a few sneaky little whoops. Oh, can't believe I got this through. But last check, have it, no bombs have snuck through security. So the fact that this is now going to involve Hours and hours of, well, uh, dozens and dozens of people that have to go through this and possibly tighten security procedures in the province over the holiday season. That's. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, man. I'm already. I always get extra searched. I, <laughs> I'm one more. I'm one more away from the cavity. I don't want it to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe suspicious luck. Maybe you got to change that outfit you wear. Maybe like, I'll make a joke and be like, "Hey, nope, don't make jokes. <laughs> no, nope, jokes are no jokes. Aren't, uh, they don't fly. No. <laughs> not the spot. Save if you want to fly, <laughs> don't make a joke. <laughs> you know what? Save that for the departure lounge, not security. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. The days of uh, slingshots, uh, lawn darts. Uh, Benny's a bag of broken. 
smoking pop bottles. You know, <laughs> you know all the fun toys that yeah. we got to enjoy as kids. Yeah. They might be long gone, but there's still plenty of dangerous toys available this holiday season. So, shocker, there are annual studies on they take last year's results, then they forecast sales for that toy or that, that area, that grouping of toys, and then they kind of forecast, hey, if you buy this, this is the likelihood that your child will get injured and or, okay, parent demonstrating on Christmas morning. The number one clear-cut most dangerous toy you can put under the tree or Santa can slide down the chimney, scooters. Notably, Razor scooters. Oh, yeah. Those What's a, uh, what little wheels, yeah. yeah. It's a Razor's oh. a brand. It's they have the little wheels, like, almost. It looks like they would go on two rollerblades. Anyway, okay. Five years, two hundred twenty thousand injuries in North America. I See, believe it. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. That's like saying the skateboard itself is the dangerous toy, yeah. whereas it's the things you do on the skateboard yeah. that yeah. make it dangerous. I used to have. I was in high school, I think, when scooters started getting really popular again. So I felt like I was a little old, but yeah. kids wanted to try them because you could try to, like, grind and do different tricks on them. But you'd also try to, like, spin it around, and you'd end up barking your shins every oh. time you tried to do it. Oh, and yeah. that is just a solid piece of metal hitting you on the shin. Yep. <laughs> so I think, but that's it. I think the fact that they're metal and they've got a little shin wheel <laughs> at the bottom, I think that's what makes them really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Well, a uh, close se- uh, second, which is predominantly plastic, is a hoverboard. And if you've seen any minute oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of Fail Remember Army. Remember that one Christmas when everybody got one, but it yeah. was always the dads trying them out? Oh. You just see so many fail videos. The fractures, the spiral wrist fractures. Oh, um, Balls are next. Almost 110,000 ball-related injuries. So go down the list from footballs, baseballs, every type of ball. You're talking balls all over the place. Uh, Racked up um, twice as many victims. So, like, this is... Yeah, balls will do that. So then, Even dog balls. Yep, yep. I have a, I have a Nerf dog ball launcher. Oh, yeah. So it's, what? it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's, I've got the chuck it, but it's like, like, is huge. it a gun? Oh, no. You have to, yeah, you cock it back and you pull a trigger and it shoots a tennis ball. And it's amazing. Oh, it's fun. super fun for a hyperactive dog. It's a little dangerous for a hyperactive child. Yeah. <laughs> Chasing their other sibling who's not yeah. as hyperactive. Yeah. The other big one, uh, Hot Wheels, any of those little metal cars. Shocker. Oh, choking yeah. hazards. Yeah. Lego pieces. Be aware. Now, Lego didn't make the list. I think it's because they're paying someone off. But Yeah, for sure. There's no way mm-hmm. Lego's not on that list. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I know. Uh, I know that it's not probably popular anymore. One of the most dangerous games in my childhood. Perfection. Remember the game where you have to fit the little uh, the little shapes in before the timer goes off, and it pops it all out and shoots little pieces all over the place. The anxiety of that is so dangerous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when it scares you, you open your mouth and then you choke yeah. at 19 pieces. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's one thing to be on the list. For example, Canada's most beautiful downtown, St. Thomas. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Again, we're uncertain because it was like a travelocity. Like it was a big brand or TripAdvisor Trip Advisor got into yep. it. Yeah, you're right. And, well, there are some cute... Great pawn shops st- there, Storefronts yeah. in, in St. Thomas. I don't know for all the... Even if you were to consider the nicest downtown in Ontario, I think there are others that would most certainly cross the... You know, or, or, or go above it on that list. Spot Waterloo Region, St. Jacob's. Like, you go to... Stratford is gorgeous. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> Stratford's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. There was some conversation, and when it pops off and then it starts to go viral, what city disappointed you the most when visiting? This one? Not until you kind of went, mm, okay, I get it. Niagara Falls. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. Niagara yes. Falls, I've been there a uh, hundred thousand times. Uh, to varying degrees of fun, but those varying degrees would, it's as I got older, it got less and less fun. <laughs> People that were first timers, some of the comments were, I didn't know the falls would be in a city. They thought it'd be more of an, like a Yellowstone, like, oh, a, like yeah. a natural, like, yeah. a, like a park or a preserve. And they, <laughs> that'd be a national park. The whole place felt like a giant shopping mall. It yeah. has that feeling. And it like breaking down shopping mall. That's the problem. As much as I love seeing <laughs> gigantic Frankenstein eating a Whopper, you look too closely and you're seeing some cracks now. It offers a crest line of Horseshoe Falls. Uh, there's, there is some beauty, some natural wonder. Some. And then it's the whole other side of it. Now, this is disappointing. It, it's, in the, it's in the running with Atlantic City, which apparently is a giant dumper. Have never mm, been. Yeah. Marrakesh, uh, Morocco, uh, Bali, and Indonesia. Oh, really? You think of all the photos that pop up on Instagram. Yeah. 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 But then to the defense, you can also make Niagara Falls look like the place to be. Sure can. <laughs> sure can. Is there somewhere that was overhyped to you? That when you finally got there, or maybe as a kid you thought it was wonderful with all this mystery and shock and awe and then you become an adult and you're like oh that, that was one street that was a colossal letdown because at this point unfortunately Niagara Falls is is the number one spot and, and you're not far away from a place of pure beauty and travel a little bit further closer to the border Niagara on the lake that beautiful if, if you're down yeah. in that part of uh, the province that's a that's a must must see yep that's a one night overnight stay at a cute little uh, B&B and then you do nice haunted pub. pubs around. Yes, the and then too. you go on a wine tour. Yeah. Even if you don't drink the wine tours, just the wineries in, in themselves. There's so much history there and sheer beauty. Way less um, strip molly than Niagara Falls uh-huh. would be. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, for <laughs> sure. What city disappointed you the most while visiting? one 107 Curious, maybe you can defend Niagara Falls and the $26 breakfast at Denny's. Uh, Plus tourist tax. Yeah, <laughs> tourist yeah. tax. <laughs> It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Five Station. Virgin Radio. Which city disappointed you the most when visiting? Conversation is... <laughs> Niagara Falls. Of note, yeah. for anybody in uh, traveling into to Ontario and Canada, for that matter, Niagara Falls has been the greatest letdown. Many thought, oh, it's going to be part of the big natural park system. It'll be beautiful trail. Nope. No, 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 no. You can get yourself a fried <laughs> chicken sandwich within 500 feet of the falls. Yeah. <laughs> a stack of pancakes if you want. Mm-hmm. Or go flush the money down the drain at the casino. casino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I posted this in our Facebook group, What's Up, Southwestern Ontario on the weekend. And I said, like, is there anybody here from Niagara that can rep the city? And they're like, nope, I actually live here. And people always go, huh, I thought they'd be bigger. People expect the falls to be taller than they are. The falls, are incre- crazy the falls themselves are incredible, but it's yeah. also, it takes away from the site when you're getting knocked around by a million tourists. There's that. And like you can't get a picture and there's But just the sheer expense of going. The expense of going, yeah. And the city itself, like outside of Clifton Hill and all that sort of thing, is not terribly nice. And it's all mafia owned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah. Some others on the list that include Tobermory. Someone said wow. a natural beauty destroyed by terrible restaurants and ridiculous souvenir shops. That mimics pretty much the theme Niagara of Niagara Falls. Falls. Yeah, absolutely. I- 
Oh, see, and I thought Tobamori, I've only been there once. I thought Tobamori was pretty cute. Like, seems most beach towns are like that. People mm-hmm. got to make their yeah. money during the tourist season. I thought that the shop still looked really cute. Like, it gave me such a, a beach town vibe. I'm with you. I just, how many pairs of cork-based sandals do you need and yeah. <laughs> blankets and <laughs> board shorts? Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a few of those. I, yeah, I went as a kid a couple of times and went, okay, that's cool. And then yeah. the water was so cold, I didn't want to swim. I put my, foot, yeah. my foot in. Not, not happening. Others on the list include we, multiples for New Orleans. And then someone to back that up saying Beale Street in Memphis, one of the scariest places. And, and talk about feeling of being unsafe. I would feel, uh, or I would, uh, the, the, this spot trumped New Orleans. But, uh, you know, it's kind of that one, too, between Memphis, Beale Street in Memphis wow. and, and New Orleans. They were there three years ago. Enjoyed seeing Graceland, but unfortunately did not have much more to offer. Memphis we're walking not... in Memphis for you, huh? I know. <laughs> Peggy's Cove in Nova Scotia. Someone thought there'd be more to see, like a village to go through. Nope. No, Peggy's Cove is... It's a cove. Uh, yeah. It's a cove. <laughs> it's a dock. There's three restaurants. I went and had, a, a, had oh, one really? of the best yeah. lobster rolls of my life there. Yep. And the highlight was watching the tide come in. My uh, number one most disappointed place is Candyville, Ontario. It is an <laughs> intersection. <laughs> There's no candy to be seen. There's not even... Oh. If you're in Candyville, open up a candy store. People would come there. <laughs> It's like, it's, it's part of Malahide. Like, it's just a, it is literally an intersection. I oh, think there might be a farm store. Is it considered a landmark because it's called Candyville? No, I was uh, backstage. Ollie and I were driving in the summer and we're like, Candyville, let's go there. We just saw a sign for Candyville, like 12 kilometers away or something like that. Drove through. <laughs> we drove right through it without realizing that we were there. <laughs> you got bamboozled. Yeah, a sure fire did. festival at Candyville. Yeah, exactly. Like, man. Even a seasonal hot on the side of the road. Right? Sell a bag of licorice or two, <laughs> would you? Name Candyville. <laughs> <laughs> Their tourism board is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk, another one from Anonymous. I, I, Jeff, you weren't here, but I'm going to say, I'm going to have to start making up names for people. Yeah. You can be anonymous, but I like it when you make up funny names, yep. okay? So if you'd like to submit to the help desk, you can go to virginradio.ca, click on the photo of us. That's Jeff and Laura's backstage, Ben, and submit the help desk that way. We love talking about your drama on the radio. Anonymous says... My friend wants to bring their kids to my holiday bash, and they're upset that I said no. They have two kids. They're seven and nine. And I told all the other grown adults that this is a child-free event. My friend said, oh, well, they can't just, why can't they just play with my kids who are 11 and 13? I tried to explain to them that my kids will be there because they live in my house. But my friend's response was, after all we've been through in this pandemic, we've decided we now do things as a family or we don't do things at all. Am I really in the wrong here? Again, anonymous. No. No kids parties are where it's at. Yeah. As a parent, you are entitled to adult time. And when we were kids, I recall it's the old... If there was a family reunion, even at that point, it was like, yeah, you guys in the basement don't come upstairs unless yeah, someone's yeah. bleeding or yeah, can't see out yeah. of their eye. <laughs> that still happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get out. Go be a kid. We we parent you enough at home. I, I'm totally fine telling someone. Fine example is a lovely parent group with the hockey team that I helped coach. We had a parents-only party, and it was a lovely time. Yep. You see... So your kids all the... It's not that you're against your kids, but you need a little bit of separation. 
So you didn't have a hockey team worth of kids hanging out in your basement? No, did not. This is really interesting because I actually just saw an article too, and it was on a similar vein, but it was a parent saying, uh, if one kid is invited to a party, all the kids are going. No, if you if you live there and your kids are there, you're usually going to be like, hey, you know how you never come out of your room for the next few hours? Just do Keep that. Keep that up, honey. Yeah. 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 And take, you, want to, you want to take some popcorn up to your room, watch a little something on the iPad, pass out and fall asleep, and then let the party continue. That's how we all grew up. That's what our parents did. Obviously, Saul's iPad and insert Nintendo or NES or whatever, depending on your age, the, the gaming system mm-hmm. of your choice. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. And someone just texted. You think from a pandemic, they'd want a break. No kidding. Some hey, some of this quarantining has made people even closer. And you know, your pets have separation anxiety. Maybe that's happened to some families too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seems like a unicorn to me, but look, we found it. I I I think you need time. It's totally your on side to be like, no, it's a no kids party. Period. If that doesn't work for you, then we'll see you next time. Yeah, you can zoom in for a half an hour. Then... <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I. I don't know where they're coming from. Is it we don't want to have an outsider babysitter, like somebody who's not in our bubble, or what? Like, where's what's the reasoning behind? Also, unrealistic. There's yeah, no, yeah. there's no chance you're gonna live your life as a unit. <laughs> from now on, everybody does everything. All <laughs> the, at the A same team time. coming yeah. in. Here we go. I don't think so, yeah. <laughs> like they are your children. You you should love them the most. Absolutely. And you should also have your own time away Absolutely. from your kids. <laughs> They'll appreciate it as will you. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Anonymous. If you want to send us a help desk, go to our website, virginradio.ca, and you can submit the help desk there. By the way, uh, don't forget, we also have lots of information about our help desk online, too. If people want to get in that comment section, you want to to doom scroll all day, that's where to go. (laughs) Today's help desk. Anonymous says, my friend wants to bring their kids to my holiday bash, and they're upset. They said they have, uh, sorry, they have two kids. They're seven and nine. And I told all the other grown adults that this is a child-free event. My friend said that, oh, well, why can't they just play with my kids who are 11 and 13? I tried to explain to them that my kids will be there because they live in my house. And they said, well, after all we've been through this pandemic, we either do things as a family or not at all. Am I really in the wrong here? Anonymous. So, where would you like to start? You could say, well, my kids' babysitting rates are as follows. (laughs) So, one angle, text out of Owen Sound says, if there's already kids there, what's a couple of extra? Lock them in a room upstairs with the other two. Well, that's just it. Those kids don't want to be babysitters. And there are kids there. If if it's your home residence, maybe you send them to an aunt and uncle's and, and clear the house out so there's zero conflict. But equally, it's kind of, it's their home turf. If they're at that yeah. age, too, it's like they're just going to hang out in their room. Yeah, That's yeah it. exactly. That's, that, I don't think, you're already hosting a party, which I think is a nice thing to do. Why would you have to spend extra money to, to, to when you could just put your kids in their room? Cut and dry. Stay there. If the host says adults only, no kids, boom, done. Stay home if you can't leave your kids. That's it. An adult party is an adult party. The guest is asking, maybe uh, the host kids uh, don't care for a night with your kids. Just something to think about. Bang, boom. That's it. Yeah. 
That's always awkward, eh? Remember that? Like, I, I feel like everybody had the experience once where your parents would just assume that you'd get along really well with their oh, friends' no, kids. That was the worst. And then you didn't. It was like, oh, be exhausting. Five hours of hanging out with Ryan Gibson. <laughs> what a waste of your okay. life. Okay, <laughs> Do we need to unpack something, Jeff? Do you need to write into the help desk? You no, guys? no. You, I, you, pretty much everything we talk about, I have a hidden trigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the help desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's help desk is from Anonymous. If you want to send us a help desk, we love to see it. Go to our website, virginradio.ca, and there's a picture of us on our website. Click on that, and then the submission form is right there. Anonymous says, my friend wants to bring their kids to my holiday bash, and they're upset. I said, no, they have two kids. They're seven and nine, and I told uh, all... I, I told them all the other grown ad- sorry I'm having a brain fart here they have two kids they're seven and nine and I said all the other grown adults to all the other grown adults that this is a tri- child free event my friend said that oh well why can't they just play with my kids who are 11 and 13 I tried to explain to them that my kids will be there because they live in my house and they said well after all we've been through this pandemic we either do things as a family or not at all am I really in the wrong here anonymous I guess you're not doing anything. You're not coming to the party. And there yeah. a bunch of texts that said there is a vast maturity level. Uh, sorry, a vast maturity level difference between an 11 and a 13-year-old and a 7 and 9-year-old. Yeah. That's t- relatability factor is a lot less. And you also yeah, have w- to make the assumption that they want to deal with younger kids. At what age does... So, you like Peppa Pig? Just become small talk because you don't know what else to say. Mm. You know? Yeah. I mean, the, the, into Roblox. The other angle is, oh, you want to play Nerf guns? Okay, I've only got two, so we're up first. Run. <laughs> <laughs> There's that option. Yeah. yeah. I, this is a, such a cut and dry. You are allowed to have a non-kids party and a kids party. And when you put out the feelers to say, this isn't even a vote, we're having a non-kids party, it's up to you, the parent of, of potential kids. Uh, if you're a guest, pardon me, let me try to say this in uh, in English. If you are, are the guest coming to someone's house, if they've already made it known that it is a, it is a leave your kids at home party, those are the rules of engagement. Yep. That's it. You don't negotiate a side deal. We just got a text too. I mean, as in so many cases, are you setting a precedence at what happens? I've been to a wedding that was a, a no kids wedding and we had to make arrangements and then there were kids there. Come on. <gasps> so if oh. you say, if you tell all the adults, well, no kids, and then this one family shows up with kids, all the other adults will be like, I paid for a babysitter. You know, like there's yeah, exactly. you can cause issues with that sort of thing. And look, again, we we love our children, Benny and I. And I mean, hell, love Laura them. loves half of our kids. <laughs> we like partying without them also. Uh-huh. Sometimes you don't want yeah. chicken fingers and crayons in your life. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to get after or sometimes it. I want the chicken fingers to myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. An update for you. On Tory Lanez and Meg The Stallion. I've been trying to find updates on this for a really long time, and there's been nothing. I'm, I actually was a little concerned that it was privately settled, but I'm happy to see it has not been. Uh, an L.A. cop testified yesterday that Tory Lanez shouted, Dance, bleep, dance, at Meg The Stallion just before shooting the ground near her feet last year. Uh, so now, because of this, 
a judge ruled that he has to stand trial in the case. So that's going to happen in January. Uh, the police officer said Megan immediately felt pain to her feet, observed blood, fell to the ground, then crawled to an adjacent driveway of a residence. Um, and then they said that Tori begged Megan to keep quiet about the shooting because he was on probation and even offered her hush money. Oy. Remember, this is a situation that she lost her, her bestie, her number one in all of this. And I don't know if the bestie took hush money. I don't know if the bestie and Tory Lanez hooked up after this whole thing, but that bestie is gone now. So, so not only did she get shot in the foot, but you went through a friend breakup, which is one of the yep. worst kinds of breakups you could have. Hey. Brutal. A loss for Bye, me. Tori. I d- Bye, allegedly. Just, Bye. It gets worse <laughs> and worse every time. Yeah. There's not been one breakthrough in this case that you've followed and tracked that has put the light back on, like, well, maybe this is a misunderstanding. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know maybe, how he has defense in this. Maybe Megan crawled into the alleyway, alleyway and just put that shrapnel in her foot herself. Yeah, you know? yeah totally. Like, yeah. yeah, likely. She's like, oh, like Operation was my favorite game as a kid. Don't worry. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally fine. No. Uh, this is interesting. Grimes says that Elon Musk is an icon, uh, and it is in regards to him being Time's most influential person. However... It's because he cut his own hair for the picture. Oh. It was a bad do. Real bad do on that. That's the side yeah. shave. That was yeah. Elon, huh? Well, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, have you seen this picture yet? I said, like, if you grew up watching Sonic or playing Sonic the Hedgehog for Sega, like, I get a little bit, like, younger Dr. Robotnik vibes. Like, yeah. very Eggman. Mm-hmm. And and not saying that he looks like that all the time. I'm just saying the posing, the lighting, and the hair, it all smells a little eggy to me. <laughs> so is she saying he's an icon because he's subverting expectations of what somebody on the cover of a magazine didn't look like? Or what? Oh my gosh. No, that's not the quote, but oh my gosh, did you just become Grimes for a second? Maybe. <laughs> throw, in some more, throw in some more big words there. I'm telling you, if you want to listen to a whole lot of nothing that makes no sense, oh, yeah. check out her TikTok. Like she Hard just, pass. And the comments are always saying, you know, Grimes, you want to come off as this poor person so badly, but we knew you grew up a very, very privileged life out in BC. Yeah. Then you moved to Montreal and tried to pretend that you were homeless. But it's not, you don't live the lifestyle which you so encourage and want to create for the rest of the world yeah, so often. Yeah. So, girl, you gotta you gotta just not do that now. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and Ben Affleck, he's getting a lot of flack online because he just did an interview with Howard Stern. I haven't seen it published yet, so I'm sorry I can't play you the audio at this time because if he doesn't post it on his Instagram, we could get sued. Anyway, he said in an interview with Howard, in regards to his marriage with Jennifer Garner, we probably would have ended up at each other's throats. Part of why I started drinking was because I was trapped. I was like, oh, I can't leave because of my kids, but I'm not happy. What do I do? So what I did was I drank a bottle of scotch and I fell asleep on the couch, which turned out not to be the solution. He does go on to say, you know, Jennifer is somebody that I love and respect, but to whom I shouldn't be married any longer. But a lot of Twitter, respectively, calling him out saying, you cannot blame someone else for your alcoholism. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And to go and trash Jen like that. There were already a story last night saying like Jennifer Garner is feeling, not surprisingly, upset by all of this, especially when she supported him through so much. But you know Jennifer Garner. She won't tell a peep. She will just keep doing her thing because she smiling. is a saint. Yep. yep. It's true. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. In a moment, giving James an opportunity to try and beat Backstage Ben. So he's coming out. He's wide awake. James is coming off uh, nights. 
So he works in the automotive industry. And we'll keep it hush-hush, but we'll just say this. You, you, you pump out parts for Teslas. Tell me Elon sent a Christmas card wishing everyone a, a happy holiday and maybe a gift voucher in there, free turkey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, personalized for everybody. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> any, any crypto stocks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some free internet or anything like that? No, okay. I wish. So, uh, James, you're up. The good thing is there are two prizes. One's a guarantee, so Magic of Lights, we've got you locked in for that, so stay uh, stay on the line after we play, uh, play the game because we want to get you set up there. If you beat Backstage Ben, we'll include a $50 McDonald's gift card. Perfect. Okay, so... Brand new to it. I'll give you a quick rundown as Benny is uh, departing out of the studio, and then we'll hand it over to Laura Geddes. Real straightforward. James goes first. Three trivia questions. Well, backstage, Ben is out of the room. Soundproof hallway, leaning scarily on that railing. <laughs> well, that plays out. Um, we'll see what happens with that score. He comes back in, and same three questions. Most points out of three wins. Any other questions, James? No, let's do it. Okay. Laura Geddes. Okay, James, here we go. Are you ready to beat backstage, Ben? Yes, I am. Okay, first question. How many of the seven dwarves have beards? Four. Incorrect. Oh. Six. Six. Just Six. that one that I can't even remember the name of. Just that one beardless wonder. Okay. <laughs> Next question. What novelty decor was first made by suspending paraffin in a solution of water and antifreeze? Ugh. Oh, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound lovely at all. Um, can you repeat the question one more time? Yep. What novelty decor was first made by suspending paraffin in a solution of water and antifreeze? Oh, I have no idea. Um, air fresheners? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great guess, just because that sounds like what air fresheners smell like, because they're, they're too strong for my liking. However, incorrect. <laughs> was looking for lava lamp. Oh, oh, yeah, remember those things? Remember, like, I feel like everybody had one that broke at one point, and then my mom would freak. The mercury! Don't touch it! Oh, like, ah! so toxic. Yeah. <laughs> well, the 90s, you know. 70s, how they go. 80s, and 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, lava lamps. Okay, third and final question, James. Here we go. Which creature... To the Galapagos... Wow. Okay, I'm going to reread this question. Which creature to the Galapagos Islands does the islands get their name from? Oh. I feel like I should know like it's a ship creature. Uh, turtles? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let... I'm going to bring this to Ref Jeff. The answer is tortoise. Do we accept okay. turtles as an answer? I mean, they're, it's kind of there. It's not like he said hyena or something completely unrelated. <laughs> like, he, it's kind of... It, not hey, that they're cousins, but they're not Whatever Ref Jeff says, you, you're the middleman here. Because if, if Benny says turtles, we're going to give him turtles. But if he talks... Unfortunately, he, I guess yeah. we'll give him turtles. <laughs> I'll give him the bell. There you go. I love it. I don't know if you heard James there, yeah, Jeff. Give Let's me the hear bell. the bell. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Might as well give you the air horn at this point. <laughs> <laughs> One for three. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, Benny on the dangerous railing again. Benny! Coming back in. I don't like that. I'm going to put pylons out so he can't lean on it. He's going to go down one day. Eh, there's all the donations for CTV's Toy Mountains. He'll be fine. There's yeah, a little landing pad. The whole pile of toys. All right, so James ended up scoring a single point. Well, all right. Another tough batch. Real Would tough. you like to trash talk James? 
Yeah, you better get one point so I can get that McDonald's card. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I don't that's get it if go. I win. So yeah, yeah it's it's only it's only <laughs> you. Yeah, but keep talking about food. It's a good distraction for Benny. Think about like those yeah, true. hot, salty fries. Oh, buddy, dip that in some right ice cream. Right oh, okay. <laughs> First question, Benny. How many of the seven dwarves have beards? Six. Ah. That is correct. <laughs> Dopey. Dopey's the one with no beard. Oh, that's the name. I was like, Dopey, yeah, there's yeah. one of those. Little, that was a good crew. Good crew. Great crew. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Second question. What novelty decor was first made by suspending paraffin in a solution of water and antifreeze? Snow globe? Incorrect. <laughs> Looking for the lava lamp. Oh, fun. Gotta love a lava lamp. <laughs> the highly toxic lava lamp. Yeah, that yeah. would be like 150 mm. degrees. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> love me some poison lighting. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how that fire started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Third and final question. Which creature do the Galapagos Islands get their name from? The tortoise. That is correct. <laughs> James said turtle, and we did give it to him. I mean, Jeff it's, right so. there. it's not like you said, oh, the Galapagos coyote. Like, <laughs> questionable, but okay. <laughs> James, unfortunate, we uh, we are only uh, giving you one of two possible prizes. That's all right. If there was a tie, then I'm sure Laura could have come up with some valid uh, well, excuse that we would have been like, sure, have it. But it was a 2-1 <laughs> loss today. I would come up with any question to slant it your way, James. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on one quick sec, James. Uh, we'll get you looked after. Magic of Light. So you've got a, a nice little evening looked after and uh, and hang on. Well done. If, if you want to try your best to secure that McDonald's gift card tomorrow on top of ticket for uh, Magic of Lights, then uh, you want to pay attention around 835 when we do our solicit for Beat Backstage. Ben.